I'm Stephanie Detlefs, writer and book coach, and this is the Hello Writers Podcast. Each week, I give you one practical strategy or a concept to apply to writing your novel. Welcome. Hello, writers. Do you ever feel overwhelmed by the sheer volume of writing advice that's out there? I know I do. It's exhausting. I have a huge pile of writing books that honestly, I have yet to get to, a bunch of writing podcasts that I barely have time to listen to, and writer upon writer that I follow on social media. And yes, they do tend to say different things. Why? Because there's no quote unquote, right way to write, no right way to tell a story. Every writer and every project is unique. So how do we even begin to navigate the vast amount of advice that's out there? That's what we're talking about today. First, though, I want to make sure that you know about my free guide, 10 Essential Questions to Ask Before Starting Your Novel. You can find it at hellowriters.net slash questions. It comes with a short video that goes into each of the 10 questions with a little more depth, a little more of the why behind the questions. Also, two lucky subscribers each month are randomly selected to win a free 30-minute call with me. We can talk about your work in progress, your writing life, whatever you're needing support with. And I promise this call contains no strings and no sales. I just love talking to and supporting writers. So it gives me a chance to connect with you and hear what you're working on. Again, you can grab the free guide and get access to the video and the free call giveaway at hellowriters.net slash questions. Okay, so before we jump into this topic, please know that I am a big proponent of lifelong learning. I love to absorb the wisdom and insight of people who are experts in their fields. But I sometimes become overwhelmed because there's so much advice out there about everything, including writing a novel. And often one person's methods or advice conflicts with what someone else says. I think that this problem has increased tenfold with the access that the internet and social media has given us. The other issue that I run into is that sometimes I choose learning rather than taking action. Do you know what I mean? In my writing life, this looks like signing up for classes and workshops, reading craft books, and yes, listening to writing podcasts, (laughs) instead of using that time to just write. I've heard this kind of choice called taking passive action. We think that we're being productive or working toward a goal when really at the end of it, we're still in the same place where we were when we started. And it might have been a touch of procrastination. So yes, while I'm a fan of learning to be a more effective writer, a better writer, that means dedicating time to the learning itself. But I am faced with two challenges, overwhelm and using the learning to act like I'm working on my writing when I may not actually be doing so. Because these are my challenges, I've developed a new set of guidelines for myself to keep both of these problems in check. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. So I hope it's helpful to you if you ever feel overwhelmed by the amount of writing advice that's out there, or maybe use your learning to procrastinate from actually writing. The first thing I do is decide what it is that I need to work on next. 
Maybe it's my midlife brain, but I find it really difficult to absorb information if I'm multitasking topics. So I intentionally write out a list for myself of the skills I want to improve, and I keep them centered on my current work in progress. That way, I can practice the skill as I study it. For example, first-person character voice is critical in the book I'm working on. I've known that since the beginning because I have three first-person point-of-view sections. As I started writing, I realized that I also needed to pay close attention to building tension since my story doesn't have a lot of wild action. My book coach has pointed out that I tend to explain emotions rather than show them, so now I know that I need to work on that as well. Those are the three things that I'm currently studying. Anything else that pops up, I put on a list and keep handy for when I've got the hang of these three original skills. The skills you select might be craft skills, but they also might be more about where you are in the process. Perhaps you need support with knowing how to get an idea off the ground, or maybe you want tips for more efficient revision. There's no wrong decision about which skills to choose or how many. Anything you select will impact your work for the better. Then I find resources relating to those skills. I find books about writing, bookmark articles in the archives of a couple of websites with writing tips, and or choose a class, workshop, or other event to attend. I don't go overboard. I gather enough resources to help me, but not so many that I can't manage. But here's the most important thing. Any resource I choose has to be directly related to the skills I know I need to work on. So in my case, that would be character voice, building tension, and showing emotions. Everything else that comes at me, whether it's tips on my social media feed or emails promoting new blog posts, they all get set aside for now. I might save them for later, or I might disregard them altogether. I don't follow rabbit holes down other topics. It's hard to do to constrain myself like that, especially with as much as comes at us from every direction these days. But I intentionally remind myself of the skill or skills I've said I'm going to work on now and why I've chosen them. After I've decided what resources I'm going to use for the next couple of months, I scheduled time to read or attend to them. I literally put appointments with myself on my calendar to attend to that learning. If you've been listening to me for a while, you know I recommend putting everything having to do with your writing onto your schedule. But at the very least, I suggest that you differentiate between your writing time and your learning about writing time. So I tend to read my craft books in the evening while I write in the morning. Once I feel like I've got the hang of what I was trying to improve, or if I've exhausted the resources and I'm ready for a new topic, I refer back to that list that I mentioned and decide which skills come next. Writers, at the end of the day, you're your own best teacher. You've listened to the podcasts, you've read the interviews, you've read the books and articles. It's time to look at your own work in progress, decide on a skill or two you'd like to learn more about that directly impacts your project, and find the resources that will help rather than distract and overwhelm. You've got this. You know what you need. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Hello Writers podcast. Please follow us on your favorite platform so that you never miss an episode. 
To learn more about book coaching and all things writing, visit HelloWriters.net.